welcome back to this week's episode for Talking to the Walls. I'm your host, Giovanna. Today, I have a very special someone who's also my best friend, Ariana Zajic, on this podcast episode. And today, we're going to be talking about relationships. So, Ariana, you can go ahead and say hi. Hi! It'll be a very simple conversation between me and Ariana, you know, since we're besties. And then you guys can think of yourselves as, like, the third best friend in the room. Take our advice. Don't if you don't want to. If you find us annoying, click out. But we'd appreciate it if you'd stay here and listen to us. So you can go ahead and follow Ariana at Ariana Zajic on Instagram. I'll go ahead and also, when I upload this episode, I'll tag her in a picture on the Talking to the Walls podcast at my Instagram page, which you guys have the details to. (laughs) Okay, cool. Thank you for being here today again, Ariana. I'm going to go ahead and ask you a question and ask, what is some relationship advice you could give us to single Pringles out there since I'm one of the many single Pringles out there during this COVID-19 pandemic as you are one of the many blessed or maybe not blessed to be in a relationship as I know some people are fighting right now. But overall, what's some advice you could give to people who are single during the COVID-19 pandemic as we're filming this August 17th, 2020, while it's still ongoing? Oh, my gosh. Um, I've learned a lot of things over the years from being single, from being in a relationship. Um, But the first and like the first thing that you have to focus on before you can pursue any type of relationship is self-love i'm gonna stress about the whole episode like self-love that's really like i know it sounds cliche and you hear it all the time but that's really where this starts before you can be relationship um and a lot of girls i know in college are like oh my gosh i need to find a boyfriend i need to get married i need to have kids Mm -hmm. um and i know i can tell in a lot of different you know friend groups over the years i've experienced some people like that and it's just like no you have to chill you have to relax you have to learn to love yourself you have to learn to be who you are and what you want to be in life you know like a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's not that's not the answer to all your problems no literally I completely agree too because this person literally could up and leave you or they could turn into something you don't want them to and who do you have to fall back on if you don't love yourself and if you aren't comfortable with being alone if you're someone who constantly needs to be with somebody in order to be happy there's a lot of deeper issues under that first issue of not being able to be alone, you know? Yeah. Um, Especially in today's society, like Instagram highlights relationships, like accessories. They're like different earrings you could wear every single week, you know, like, and that's very sad to see because a lot of people who don't have like the happy go lucky, like real highlights that you see all the time on Instagram, people who don't have that, then feel like there's something wrong with them. Like, why doesn't my boyfriend like social media? Or why can't we take pictures? You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to be in a good relationship and post it all over and blast it all over social media. No, yes. if anything, I feel like sometimes that can be very toxic because then you're allowing people into your life and you're allowing people to comment and influence your relationship. And, you know, other people can then use that and do really mean things with you I know that's what happened with me in my past relationship is I was a naive 16 year old girl who would post a lot about her boyfriend that she loved at the time and in doing so it gave a lot more people insight on my relationship and what was really going on behind closed doors and um, it gave a lot of people a voice that I didn't want to necessarily give to who would like come at me with different opinions and different things and different I don't know just overall different opinions of me that I did not want to hear (laughs) yeah 
but um, exactly. what can you say to those people who are in relationships is there like is there any advice for people who might be struggling I know I know my parents have been going through ups and downs because of the quarantine because they don't want to be together <laughs> in yeah. terms of like in the same house <laughs> oh yeah I yes definitely I know earlier generations you know they get married this is my advice to everyone that's in a relationship you need to know when you're ready like if you don't think you're ready to take the next step or to take, you know, the beginning of something like that's going to be a commitment for a lifetime, like you don't need to do that. You don't need to tie yourself down and be in something that you know you don't want to be in. Even if you have one single doubt or one single thing that you're just like, no, that's where you need to really evaluate and assess. Exactly. And literally just listen to your intuition. If like if yes. 99% is sure but that one percent isn't there's a reason for that one percent you know it's not self-doubt like there's something there you know it never hurts to take a little bit of extra time you know why run the last mile when you can walk it have a great view and if you don't feel like running why are you gonna force yourself to run you know what I mean like why are you gonna force yourself into a situation which might be harder for you to leave later and speaking of leaving what what is some advice we could tell because I know I know all the time back in senior year me and you we graduated in 2018 so class of 2018 shout out to you guys the last good class <laughs> <laughs> but um no offense to anyone else but um I remember a lot of the car rides uh when we were you know right in the car together we would talk about how there was like a lot of red flags that we didn't see before in relationships when we were in relationships in high school and this doesn't necessarily like need to apply to you in terms of like you have to be in a relationship in high school no it literally could apply to you right now it's just like some ways to like reevaluate your relationship and see whether or not it is toxic or becoming toxic or if there's any really big red flags you missed like what would you say one of the big red flags you probably missed or overlooked or what was one of them that you could give us an example of of like your like last relationship before your current one so I think you know it was my last relationship was my first relationship ever so obviously I was a kid and I was getting into it I was you know figuring out what you know what it's like to be in a relationship what it's like to have a boyfriend being you know middle school high school so at the time like I just didn't have the experience that I have now like the things that I know now I wish I had known then but that comes with experience there's no way to just overcome that you have to go through those things to learn um, there were multiple times where I would ask myself, like, I'm so young, like, why am I in a relationship? And in my case, specifically, it was long distance, you know, like it was 1200 miles. It wasn't easy being 15, 16 at school, looking at all my friends, like hanging out with their boyfriend or oh, we're going to homecoming, we're going to prom. Um, and I'd have to plan a whole you know, trip to go visit just to hang out with my boyfriend. So hours of FaceTime calls and texting, like it was tough. So different things here and there that would just make me question, like, do I even want to be in a relationship right now? Do I want to keep doing this? Like, I'm so young, like, what's the point there? So I'd see so many different things within myself. It was learning, you know, even with yourself, like, what do I want? And you know, it's hard to put someone yes. else through something like that, too, when you don't even know what you want yourself. Especially so. when you guys are both growing. Like, I feel like the high school age, I feel like looking back now, like looking back and analyzing, you know, because that's the beauty of hindsight. With hindsight, mm-hmm. you can say, oh, I should have made like a left turn instead of right. Like I could have avoided this awful accident. I wouldn't have been stuck in traffic. You know, for mm-hmm. me, hindsight, looking back at my past relationship, there was so many times where I was disrespected and I didn't even realize it in the moment. 
because I was just like, oh, no, he didn't mean it. Oh, no, like, he just probably didn't even think about it. Like, that's not what he meant. I would make up so many excuses for my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. When in reality, like, there was no excuse. And, and he knew exactly what was going on. And he just chose not to stick up for me. So I feel like one of the red flags for me was, like, insecurity is a big thing a lot of guys tend to wear. Just as they probably would wear, like, stupid acts <laughs> in middle <laughs> school. Like, insecurities is a popular fragrance among men. No, among boys, because real men do not act like that. Correct. Um, <laughs> that, um, they, I don't know, just being insecure, like, not necessarily, like, not, not trusting me, but, like, using the fact that he just doesn't trust being in a relationship in general, like, as his mm-hmm. excuse, like, oh, no, like, I'm putting my hand around you, and I'm like, why I don't like, you know, like, I don't like PDA, I don't like this. And he's just like, oh, no. And it would just be like when other guys were around. Like, for me, that was a big red flag. Like, if if he doesn't feel comfortable with you going out, even when you're supposed to trust one another, when there's nothing going on, like, you're not cheating on him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big red flag. Like, not letting you wear certain clothes or making, like, awful oh comments or saying things like, if you wear this, people are going to think you're a whore. Like, oh, my God, oh my get God. out, bro. Like, you don't need that type of energy in your life. Like, people that constantly bring you down or feel the need to constantly know where you're at oh my goodness like not someone who's clingy but someone who just constantly like I don't know is paranoid I guess you could say the right word is Mm -hmm. but that was like a huge red flag for me and just like constantly like making excuses for them as to why they're not owning their shit like why they don't have their shit together I feel like is another good one like constantly being like oh no he didn't mean to do this he didn't mean to do that like I did that a lot like I felt like a grown ass woman at 16 because honestly, like a mother, literally like a I was mother about to say like, I felt more of a mother than I did as a girlfriend in that relationship. And you were there to witness it the entire time. Yes, I would always complain to Ariana during our pre-calculus period <laughs> about how, how stuff in my past relationship um, just wasn't going well. Like I would have to do all these things because he couldn't do it himself or his mother couldn't do it because she always stuck her nose in in places it did not belong in my relationship. Yeah, it's so hard when you're that young and you're like going into it and you're thinking like, oh my god, this is gonna be like the movies. Like this is gonna be exactly so happy go lucky. Yeah, they and did. Then- they don't portray it correctly at all. And then when yeah. you're going through it, like you're probably about to say, like when you're going through it, you're like, ah, no, I should probably stick it out. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better when it yep. doesn't. And then you don't know how to like rip off the bandage like you don't know how to leave a situation mm-hmm. because you're so in it like like for example like people who are been together for three years for example let's just say and then they lose some love and then they start to fall out of love and not want to be together anymore but they choose not to walk away because one they're comfortable and two they've been together for such a long time like the, I feel like that's another situation that this could apply to is just like not knowing when to walk away because you don't know you can walk away I know that was something I would love to tell my younger self like like if you don't want to date a boy with brown eyes you don't have to brown eyes are beautiful I'm not discriminating you know brown eyes love them love them (laughs) but like if you don't want to date a boy with blonde hair goodbye like you don't have to be with them like you literally could just tell him like I don't want to be with you and that's it you don't need to give him closure you don't need to tell him the exact reason like you could literally up and walk away and be fine I didn't know you could do that I stayed in a relationship that I probably would have ended after probably less than six months. I stayed for like, I stayed in that relationship for a year and a half when I didn't need to. 
Yeah. Which is like, looking back, it's like, I'm glad I did because I grew and I'm the person I am today. But at the same time, it's just like, there's just so much I wish I would have done differently, but I'm glad I didn't. You know what I mean? (laughs) I know. It's just living through those things and experiencing them so that you learn and you can advance like as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. And I also feel like when the right person comes along, right? So everybody is like super obsessed. Like I know when I was like five to like even now sometimes I'm like, bro, I can't wait to meet my soulmate. I can't wait to meet the one. But even after I experienced like my first heartbreak, like my first boyfriend, my only boyfriend I've ever been with, like even now, like looking at it, like I feel like as the years go by, you lose some optimism in regards to what that person really is. Because I feel like when you're older, not only do you get to like understand more about people and how they are, but I feel like you also, I don't want to say you settle, but I feel like you start to compromise on a lot more things than you did in the past while still withholding, you know, some of the things you don't want to compromise on, you know, because life isn't perfect. However, do not settle for someone that you don't really like. Don't go for someone you don't like at all. The reason why because you want to be in a relationship. Exactly. I was going to say, if they're not your number one, you're only going to hurt them. And if you're not their number one, they're only going to hurt you. Like I've been burned twice by this one guy I will refer to as Peaches, which was a sticky situation in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was just, it was an itch so I wanted to So we're talking about Peaches. We're talking All about right. Peaches. That was an itch I wanted to scratch. And I'm sure a lot of girls probably feel that in high school. There's probably always that one guy. There's probably always that one guy there. you're like, oh, my God, like, the tension is there. Oh, my God, he likes me. And it could be, you know, I mean, you feel it. Like, it's obvious Sometimes. sometimes. But sometimes it doesn't work out because they only see you in a light that they want to see you in versus the light that, one, you actually are, and two, the light that you want them to see you in. Like, you want them to think of you as romantically, and the only thing they can see you is pleasure. And that, for me, does not work. So shout out to you, Peaches. You made me grow. (laughs) It's a hard realization. It is. But once you can see that, you know, like, it makes you so much stronger as a person. It really does. Like, on the topic of Peaches, right, I wouldn't classify Peaches as a fuckboy. I would probably classify him as someone who's empty and numb, who's looking for love. Like, and this is, like, the typical shells of humans that you'll probably, like, find when looking for the right one, right? When you actively go searching for the right one, the right one will be, like, buried treasure in Titanic. You know, you'll have to take, like, a lifetime trying to look for it. But if you just ignore it and you just focus on yourself and you practice self-love and you work towards your goals, you know, with an open mind, like do not be closed minded. And that person like like and like attract one another. So like when you're working on yourself, like they'll slowly come in and make themselves known, you know. But if you're constantly wearing, you know, (laughs) desperation, like again, cologne, they're not going to come to you because it's like mosquito repellent. It's like you know, your soulmate repellent just because you're not looking for them in the right place. You're looking for them in the wrong place. And sometimes you're at the right place at the wrong time, you know? So just, you got this. You got this, people who are looking for love like me. (laughs) I never really understood that, like, right person, wrong timing. My whole life, I'd be like, no, if it's the right person, then it's the right timing. Like, there can't be, like, a bad time if that's the right person for you. But honestly, like... No, when I, you I figure that, that out, like it hurts. It hurts. It's yeah. hard. 
there there's been a lot of people I feel like I've met even if it was for like a brief second like in different parts of my life where I was like uh they would have been like a good love interest but not like it's not a right time for me to date them like what's the other one the typical scenario people always talk about with soulmates where it's like is it the wrong time right place type of thing too I don't know I think it might be I might be similar it's it's something like that but um yeah, I mean, talking about fuckboys, like, just don't attract to them. Like, if they if they are clearly a fuckboy, for example, not to call you out, Chad. <laughs> Typical, like, <laughs> name for a guy in a frat. I'm so frat. sorry. We're using a stereotype in this just so it's easier. But, you know, we have Chad the frat boy who doesn't plan on giving up partying, who's a business major. No offense to business majors. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um... You know, he doesn't really see anything besides just drinking and making connections and having fun. And you're a little Miss Perfect over here. Have good grades. Maybe okay grades. You know, B's, C's, get degrees, baby. We ain't complaining here. But you know what you want in life. And he's just making you confused. Like, you know you like him, but he doesn't know what you want. Like, he doesn't know what he wants. Let me let me recorrect that. He doesn't know what he wants. You know, walk away from that connection. It's not going to serve you. Like, that connection, that connection's only going to make you confused. If you're talking to someone and they're sending you mixed signals and you feel confused, that is your answer. That's that your means, red flag. Exactly. Yeah. They don't love you. They don't want you. If they wanted you, you would you know. know. They would show it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what somebody said to me that, like, hit me like a break the other day? Oh, my God. What, what was it? It was... um. If, if a guy tells you, and this happened to me with peaches again, Uh-oh. <laughs> if, if a guy tells you, look, I'm not interested in dating right now, it's because they don't want to date you out. Yep. It burns. Yep. Put some yep. ice on that. I know it hurts. It hurt me. We got over it. We're a boss now. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, oh my God, that, that took me back because I'm like, you know, how many guys have you friend zoned or have you been like, oh no, like you just got rejected type of thing? Like, I can't uh-huh. date you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the same thing. Oh. It's the number one excuse. Like, I don't want, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. No, sweetie, they just don't want to date you. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> and that's, that's that it. That hurts. That's like a harsh reality that a lot of people just need to hear and let it sink in. Yeah. Don't, don't keep snapchatting him don't keep texting him don't just send those drop booty it leave he does it not deserve those booty pics. leave it you know your worth now you're not gonna keep trying literally <sighs> but okay so how is the dating life you know in college versus the dating life that was in high school i feel like college dating in college is a lot more one open right Mm-hmm. you don't have to hide your business because you're grown you know mm-hmm. if you don't want to label it and you just want to do friends with benefits go for it mm-hmm. that's nobody's business whereas they feel like back in high school especially especially if you live in a small town <laughs> everybody everybody would know your business and yep. if they didn't know it accurately there would be so many horror stories i almost said horror but that's not <laughs> what i mean horror stories <laughs> Maybe that, horror like, stories too. Made, basically, that were made up about you and about things you would do, which were not true. But you know how guys were. They like to mm. get their little pump of ego in. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I think that's like my number one thing right now that I love about being in college and being in a relationship, especially with a boy who does not live in my hometown. That's my number one thing. I can have the most private relationship in the world. No one can know a single thing 
about what's going on. And I think that's great, especially because, you know, I moved away to go to school and, you know, I pursued my things there and I started my own life. Like, I didn't have to think about like, oh, what's Sarah from high school going to say? Like, no, I'm doing my own thing. So I think that's a big thing about being in college. Like you said, the openness, like you control everything. Like you don't have to worry about what people are talking about or the rumors or what's going on. The freedom. Exactly. The freedom is so nice. The taste exactly. of freedom, the feeling, the if you want to like, let's say if you're bi curious and you've never been with a girl and you're a girl, like you can go for it and no one's going to say shit about it. Like you can experiment, you can do whatever you want. You can, you know, get some handcuffs and you do what you want to do. <laughs> and no one's going to say anything because that's the beauty of like one experimenting and then two, like the college life, like no one needs to know. And if you are living with your parents, please be careful. (laughs) Yes, I pray for you. And if you are doing stuff, please use protection. Yes. But um, no, like seriously, like I love the freedom because like back in high school, I just feel like any little bump in the road in that relationship, everyone knows. Everybody would know. And if if like, for example, ooh, ooh, for example, my past, right, um, Let's call him one of my book characters' name. I'm going to refer to him as Caden. Caden had a mom. So basically, like, my mother-in-law, let's say, which I'm not married. <laughs> I'm single. Um, so my mother-in-law, whenever I would go to Caden's house and hang out with her, I would confide in her, right? Because that was his mom. I trusted that she would keep my business, that I would talk to her private. But no, I thought wrong. This lady would then go and tell somebody else and then the rumors would get out and then the miscommunication would occur. And the only reason why I knew it was her was because there was certain things I would tell her and certain things I'd keep to myself and certain things that I would tell Ariana because she's my bestie. But it's just, it would every single time just literally reflecting on that phase of my life and, and being in that phase of my life, it was like hell because like if you were trying to keep something on the down low, you're trying to keep it low key everybody would know in an instant and if they didn't know what it was they would know a version of what they wanted to believe like you can speak your truth you can say what you want to say but people are only going to take the things that they want to believe exactly and that for me oh my god it took me a long time to realize that because people were spreading people I didn't even know would call me a bitch people I didn't even know would put me down until they actually got to know me and then they admitted they're like wow this other person talks so much shit about you and your relationship and I was like somebody does that like they're wasting their time like what yep like if you don't like your mother-in-law and your family-in-law good luck to you if you're in that relationship because for me family and again this is like personal and I think Ariana relates to this if I'm not wrong but for me family and like my parents-in-law like those people mean the world to me like if you can't get along with my family I can't get along with your family like it's a no-go baby now that's like, a huge thing. Exactly. Like, I need someone to bond with me because I don't want, like, my kids to grow up in a house or in a family that's broken. I don't need that. No. I don't need something else I'm constantly trying to fix. No. Why would I settle for that? Yep. Exactly. I absolutely agree with you. Speaking of things we don't want to settle on, what's what's some of the things that are, like, make it or break it for you? So one of them for us mutually is family family yes definitely um let's see another thing that I would have to say so a big thing for me is communication mm-hmm. and you know I've been talking to people in my past that 
they have some communication issues. So that's a big thing for me that I realized in my relationships is that I need that communication. Um, like I can't go all day without talking to you. If you're not, if you're not doing something and you're just doing your own thing, like I expect you to reach out to me and I expect you to talk to me. And like, of course it's not going to be like a childish thing where we're talking to each other 24 seven, like middle school days, but like we're adults now. So you need to make it clear. Like, Oh, I can't speak with you. Like I'm going to be doing this. I understand. Like you have your things. I have my things. It literally takes five minutes, five mother freaking minutes or less. If that like, exactly. Hey, babe, I'm seconds. busy today. Hey babe, I don't want to talk to you this week. I have a lot of work stuff to do. Okay, bro. Take the week off. You deserve it. Take a beer, do what you need to do, but I'm still yeah. here for you. You know what I mean? I completely understand that for me. Communication is huge too. Like, I need to be honest. I am a Taurus. I am very, like, sensual. I am very open. Like, I need you to tell me, like, if I piss you off, please tell me. Like, I I won't know unless you get offended because, Mm -hmm. like, my ex would hide his feelings. Mm -hmm. But he would be very petty with passive aggressive. He would be like, oh, oh, why'd you do that? And I'm like, oh, what do you mean why did I do that? Did that bother you? He's like, no, not really. And I'm like, your attitude just completely changed. Like, talk to me. Like, guys, we need to normalize men boys talking openly about their feelings like please they say that it doesn't bother them and you know a couple weeks later you're having a little argument a little debate something and they bring it up if it didn't bother you then why why bring bring it up up? why 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 can't you be honest about how you feel in the moment that it happens that's a big thing because i know like us like the second we see something we're gonna say something like it's not like we're gonna hide our feelings and that's an issue that a lot of guys have and i realized that so it's not just that but like if you don't correct it in the moment especially with guys like if you don't correct it and like let's say you're looking at socks or something and you're like i don't like green socks i prefer black they're like okay i'll remember that like if you don't point it out to them like they won't add that into their memory like they won't adjust it whereas i don't know why guys feel the need to like hold everything like a little bottle like a little Mm -hmm. message in a bottle until they explode like Please tell me in the moment, like, I'll make you brownies. We can talk about, like, we we can talk it out. We don't need to yell. We do not need to argue. We are grown adults. Exactly. I love you. You love me. We're in this together, baby. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, it's honestly, like, like, I expect you to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't like the birthday present I got you, tell me. I'm not going to get offended. I'm not going to cry. I'll go back with the receipt and change it for you, you know? like communication especially whether it's like physical and verbal you know like whether it's verbally but I feel like a lot more physically too like it gets to a point especially when you know your partner like you can just read their eyesight and their body language so well that you'll know like every little thing about them like you can tell if they're uncomfortable they're hiding something like ooh, like if you can tell I'm uncomfortable at a party or at a friend's house or uncomfortable around your guy friends who are talking about sex or something and you read this and you know that I'm uncomfortable and you don't do anything, ooh, ooh, that makes me so mad. And I'm sure other people can relate to that. That's like, strike can, one for you. If you can see that, exactly. If you can see that I'm uncomfortable or I don't feel good or that I'm sad and you just ignore it purposely or you just choose not to acknowledge it, like, mm-hmm. you know, but you just don't want to talk about it. You're ignoring it, yeah. You're I don't understand why guys do that. Like, are you too scared? Like, yeah, I know I'm a Taurus, but not everybody is. Like, we're not going to attack you. You know what I mean? We're not going to come with you with the little horns on our like our our horns on our head. We're not going to like. My I don't gosh. get that. Um, what's one of my? So we both like family and communication. Um, 
clingy slash codependency is a no-go for me. Like, you need to be independent on your own. You need to be a big, grown man. Take care of your own stuff. If you have meetings, you go to your meetings. If you need to pack lunch, you pack lunch. But at the same time, like, I will do my own thing. I'll go to school. I'll go to med school. All this other stuff, whatever. And we can come home, talk about our day. Like, if I can't make dinner, I expect you to make dinner. If you can't make dinner, I know you expect me to make dinner. Whatever. We coordinate. But do not, like, rely on me. Like, again, I'm not going to be another mom to another man. (laughs) Like, I'm not Mm going to do it. You know, Mother's Day came up earlier this year. I didn't receive any flowers. Was disappointed. Because I raised someone to then give them (laughs) to someone else. Slightly disappointed in that. But I honestly cannot stand that. Like, you are a grown man. Or woman. You need to take care of your own shit. And if you can't take Mm -hmm. care of your own shit, you're not ready to be in a relationship, baby. And that's the truth. Because Mm -hmm. you're going to be baggage for people. You're going to be baggage for people to take care of. And then they're going to, it's going to get too heavy. And then it's going to hurt their back and they're not going to want to deal with it anymore. Yes. And that clinginess and everything we just talked about can be tied into one big thing that I know we both, both, both really, really talk about and care about a lot, which is a person who has their life sorted out and their career pathway and their everything that they're they're just their goals they're they're ambitious yay (laughs) yeah so that's a big big thing for me like it's so hard i don't know how to put this into perspective without sounding rude you take your time we ain't shallow (laughs) take it straight up here and if they can't they can walk out my listeners are pretty cool you need to have your shit together. Yay. You cannot. I just can't. I, I don't have pity for it. Like, I I completely 100% understand not knowing what, you know, you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I understand specifically. It's, it's situational. It's situational. Like, if, if you know you don't have your shit together, honey, get out of the dating pool. We don't need it. You're just going to clutter. You're going to bring more trash into the ocean, sweetie, and it's already mm-hmm. polluted. Get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Like, figure yourself out. Figure out what it is that you really, truly, genuinely want before you try to mess up someone else. That's that's how I'm going to put it, into the most simple terms. Yep. That's, that's really what it is. Because sometimes you can take and take and take, and I can give and give and give. And then when I wait for you to give me something, and the moment I ask you for something, there's backlash and you come at me because I'm always the one giving like that's imbalance and that's not going to work out you need like yin and yang like you need to be able to balance each other now I know everybody has like their bad days right like I'm not going to come oh, at yeah. you and be like break up because we're not perfect no. no one's perfect we're humans <laughs> humans oof, far from perfect as we've seen <laughs> but um literally like some days you have like I don't know like 70 30 other days it's like 50 50 or 60 40 and that's fine for the most part you know like that's okay to be imbalanced when you're feeling bad or having your bad days that's okay that's when you make up for it you know my strengths make up for my partner's weaknesses and vice versa you know we I like I know whenever like for example my college dating experience right after I broke up with my with my first boyfriend and only boyfriend of like one year and a half back in wow I feel old um (laughs) back in uh March of 2018 it's currently when I'm you know editing like filming this with Ariana it's uh August 17th 2020 it's been a hot minute since I've been with someone but I have like 
you know, I've used Tinder, though I don't like Tinder because I'm not about to do one night stands. And we could talk about that in another mm-hmm. topic. I've learned my lessons from those. We could talk about that in another <laughs> podcast episode. But um, yeah, I mean, I've had my fair share of Bumble. I've never really tried Tinder was whatever. But I, I don't know if I'm the only one who feels like this. And I don't think I am. But I want to meet my soulmate, my person in person. Like, I know sometimes social media works for other people, but I know with my personality and my experience, like, I want to meet my person in person. Like, I want Mm -hmm. them to be attracted to the same things I like. Another thing, don't ever fake who you are to be with someone to get their attention. Don't. Because the moment, like, they realize that's not you, you're going to falter, and so is your relationship. Like, don't fake it. In relationships, fake it to make it does not work, baby. Do not do that. Nope, nope, (laughs) nope. That's for performing. That's for dancing. No, no. Does not you apply will not here. be happy. Nope. But yeah, generally speaking, like my dating experience in college has been shit. And I will say the reason why is because the man I'm looking for, again, I looked in the wrong places. I looked in college, honey. I like older men. I am 20 years old right now, and I'm proud to say that. And I would <laughs> probably date a 26 year old comfortably right now. I probably would. Mm-hmm. Max 28. 28. Once that frontal lobe is developed, you're ready. They're ready. Yes. And I'm, I mean, I'm a lot to handle, right? Like, I'm going to be a future doctor. You're going to be a future lawyer, which we're going to talk about in another episode regarding our careers. So if you want to look out for that episode, uh, please stay tuned. That'll be a great episode, too. Because as you can see so far, Ariana's a great speaker, and we love her. We love her. <laughs> we love her so much. But, um, yeah, like, our professions are hard to handle. You know, we get a lot of, like, uh, burnt out from like patients and from your clients and from the cases that you mm-hmm. handle on a daily basis. So I don't know what type of doctor I'm going to be in, but that's one, a lot of schooling and a lot of loans. And then two, like our actual job on a day-to-day basis can be very stressful and it can be a hectic environment to raise a family. So if I'm with a man who feels like is inferior, the word you would use to say that they feel less than you. Yeah. Right yeah so if they feel boy. inferior to me if they feel like you know like i'm at the top level and they're like a solid b you know i'm an a and they're a solid b if they feel like there's a big gap like i've noticed a lot of guys would be like oh you're bitchy like oh like you're too bossy or oh you're too demanding why should i do this for you i'm not asking you to do it for me you said you wanted to date me i'm telling you what i need and mm-hmm. if you can't handle it goodbye i don't need you because i can do it myself Like, I remember one time I was hanging out with this guy, and um, my parents had just came to visit, and I was going to put some, like, Christmas lights on my patio in my apartment back in, like, my college town that I used to live in that I moved out of because it sucks, and people there were toxic. (laughs) But um, I asked him, like, hey, can you help me hang these lights? And he's like, yeah, five minutes. And I was like, no, not five minutes, like, right now. Like, I'm asking you for a favor. Mind you, I didn't have a ladder. I just had, like, the kitchen stool and my hammer and nails to do this. And then he was like, I told you five minutes. And he was literally playing, like, a video game on his phone that he could easily pause. So I said, you know what? That's fine. I'll do it myself. And I sat there and I started doing the lights. And by the time he noticed, I was almost, like, halfway done with the first row. And he was like, oh, my God. Like, I told you to wait for me. And I'm like, bro, like, if you wanted to, you would have done it. Like, do not settle for less. Do not, like be with someone you don't feel comfortable with being at all. Like, I remember I told a friend at the time who ended up, like, turning her back on me and betraying me. <laughs> she, um, I told her, I was like, look, I don't feel comfortable around this guy, this and that. And she goes, but why? Like, he likes you, this and that. And I just always had a bad feeling. 
And that bad feeling ended up amounting to something even worse than I could imagine, mm. which um, was like, he got really intoxicated and he ended up like hitting me in the face. And I had like a really bad like feeling about it. And I told my friend like, look, I don't want to like, I don't want him to like be near me. Like, I don't want to be because he had told people like we we're dating like the, the the situation at the time was super complicated. I didn't feel comfortable. I was like peer pressure into it. Like it was really bad. Like he manipulated me. Mm-hmm. And that was like me trying to heal from like the trauma of my one and a half year relationship. Little naive Giovanna in another town who was with a trusted friend who I thought I could trust at the time. And she was egging me on to do this thing that I didn't feel comfortable with, with like a big, big red flag, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, he ended up like, I never spoke to him again, like cut that man out because, you know, I, I don't fuck with uh you don't put up with violence. I no, don't I don't. don't I'm sorry for cursing and using my French fry words but I just can't like I just don't do that just because I've I've witnessed so much of it in my own culture like I'm Colombian and Cuban like there's a lot of machismoism and there's like a lot of like typical like men are the top dog like no baby mm-hmm. we're equal and I just couldn't do it like if you if you ever feel like you're settling for less and you're with somebody then get out of the relationship and if you're simply talking to them walk away ghost them like leave you do whatever you need to do to get out and if they are narcissistic and make you feel bad and you know make you hesitate and contemplate on what you're doing like if they make you feel like like you're overthinking everything and they make you feel bad walk away you don't need him sis like leave that's just extra baggage it's even worse when when the like the person in a toxic relationship is a girl i cannot stand girls who constantly put down their boyfriend who like let's say he's a hot jock or something like don't be with him if you're constantly gonna put him down out of your own insecurity like don't be on top of someone and act psycho 24 7 because you can't stand the fact that they have like cheerleading like cheerleaders as friends or something you know what i mean like i can't stand people who are insecure in a relationship like get out exactly you don't need to be in a relationship if you're insecure like if you if you don't think you're enough that says a lot that says a lot right there about your mental state and you need to work on that talk to a therapist talk to someone it's okay 2020 therapists are normalized baby we love them this is very very true has there, has there been an experience, whether it was, like, in a relationship or, like, dating, that made you open your eyes and be like, wow, I can't believe this just happened. Or, like, wow, did you really just say that to me? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think about reflecting on my past relationship, because that's where I learned the most about what it's like, you know, to be in love and all that. Hmm. I don't know if I can specifically recall things that have been said. Or um, actions, because sometimes actions can speak louder than words. Yeah. There's definitely been times um, where, you know, I was young. I was figuring the whole thing out. We're uh, naive. Yeah, very, very much so. That um, happens to the best of us. <laughs> and, you know, young, naive high school girls and their perception of relationships. And they're like, it needs to be perfect. We need to post each other. We need to do all this, yada, yada, yada. Um, that, I think that's where I realized on my own end that I needed to kind of first, I guess, love myself, you know, to the point where I wasn't so insecure, where I didn't know, where I didn't think that an Instagram post would, you know, 
how would I say it? Like validate your relationship and prove to the world that you're happy. Yes. Um, I you completely know, understand that. Preach. It was me like begging, like, oh, can I please, like, can you please post me? Why don't you post me on your Snapchat story? Why don't you post me on your Instagram story? Um, and they would just kind of just be like, you know, like, I don't need to prove to the world, yada, like, I don't post on Snapchat, all that kind of stuff. So I'd just be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, I'm just going to suck it up. You know, even though when you look back on it now, you're like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. Like, why would you get so upset about something like that? Like, but I think back on it, and I'm like, yeah, like, I was young. Like, I, that's what I wanted at the time. Like, they should have known, like, we're in a relationship. Like, we've been dating, you know, more than two years. Um, that's, it's a little thing. You know, it shouldn't be that big of a deal for you to post someone or make a Snapchat story or something. So when I look back on it, I'm like, wow, that could have been handled a lot better. We did not have to argue and I didn't have to, I shouldn't have to beg that hard for something as small as that. Of course, now I realize I'm like, okay, I'm old. I don't need that. Like I'm not in middle school anymore. I'm not in high school. So it's just little things like that, that I realized myself that I needed to grow out of and get comfortable with and not be so insecure about. Um, But it's also just realizing how things should have been handled and how I thought like it was fine. I just swept it under the rug. So very little things I've never, honestly, and I'm fortunate enough to say that I've never experienced anything, you know, very traumatic, something like abuse, whether it was physical, mental, emotional. Um, I just kind of lived and learned throughout my first relationship. It definitely wasn't anything that I say like, Oh, I completely regret it because it was good, you know, experience. Yeah. I feel that. Like I don't regret mine because it taught me a lot and it made me grow. And even though I feel like sometimes it made me grow up so fast for that age, because I was like, what, 16, 17 when I ended at 17. Yeah. Um, it taught me a lot and building off that knowledge. Like I've, I've made like a lot of good decisions from that and a lot of bad ones that again, I learned from, but you know, (laughs) yeah, that's life. Consistently going to keep, it's always going to be like that. Like you're just going to live and you're going to learn. Like, it's never going to be perfect. That's what people need to understand. Relationships yeah. never, ever, ever, ever. It just be. takes balance. And balance isn't, like, again, like, 50-50. It's literally, mm-hmm. like, personality-wise. Like, for example, me, like, I'm very much a go-getter. But at the same time, like, I can be very, very serious. And I need someone to balance me out. Like, I don't need someone crazy 24-7, like, hyping me up, trying to be spontaneous. Definitely. But I don't need someone who's super chill all the time. Like, I need to find that mm-hmm. balance, you know? Yeah, but, I, um, I would say for me, I wouldn't say traumatic, though I've, I've gone through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. which is why I started talking to the walls in the first place. But um, <laughs> I think one of the experiences for me that really made me open my eyes and, and seriously question the person that I was with was, well, one of the two was uh, my ex. Again, I'll refer to him using my character's name, Caden. So my ex's uh, brother, because he was a twin. So my ex's twin brother uh was dating this girl at the time who was very insecure around me and I didn't understand why because I thought we were friends because she had told me we were friends and so she would lie uh, like she would lie to me about things all the time and then tell her boyfriend uh my boyfriend at the time's brother all these things that I did which were not true at all and um you know this because you are a witness to like a lot of events in my life (laughs) I've heard it all But um, one of them was there There was a fight after my ex and his brother had graduated. And this was the following day or two. This was right after like a, like a group of people who graduated that day from the high school. They threw a party together. And my ex and his brother also like took part in that party, whatever. We had gone there, whatever. After the party is like the big show. 
And I wanted to talk to my ex's brother's girlfriend and be like, hey, like, I thought we were friends, you know, because she told me we were friends. And Ariana, like, me and you, like, if we have beef, which we don't have beef, like, if you did something mistakenly, I'd be like, hey, Ariana, like, you did this. It kind of hurt my feelings. You'd be like, oh, sorry, I won't do it again. And vice versa. Like, if I did something and it accidentally made you feel some type of weight, like, tell me because we're friends and that's how it works. And we talk but- about yeah she would just she blew this thing out of proportion because like we were just talking about like how we met our like our boyfriends at the time and I told her I'm like you know I'm so happy you had met him like I'm very happy you're dating him this and that and look where we are today like we're sitting here celebrating this and I don't know how she took that the wrong way I really don't know how like me being like I'm so grateful you dated that twin and I dated this one like I don't know how you take that the wrong way (laughs) But um, she did. And the reason I'm even talking about this is my ex did not fight for me at this fight. And it wasn't really a fight. I wasn't throwing punches, but I was speaking with words that I felt needed to be said in the moment. Like I was defending myself. I was like, hey, like I never said this. Why did you feel the need to call me a bitch? and say that I made you cry, which was not true. Like, I don't even like, honestly speaking, like, I don't like to curse, but, um, or I tried my best not to. The only curse that I'll probably say is probably shit. But um, <laughs> she was, like, cursing at me, or, like, she had cursed all about me, and, like, my ex's brother, like, cursed at me on the phone. I remember waking up that morning, and there was, like, so many different text messages, and, like, I think 20 missed calls. It was ridiculous because of this little fight or whatever, yes. and this miscommunication. And he didn't defend me. And I remember my mom was at that like little gathering and I was like trying to talk to her about it, but she ignored me and she got an Uber ride home or something like she just did not want to talk to me. And so her boyfriend was trying to defend her in in her place and he didn't know what happened because he wasn't there. And so he was saying things that were not true. And I'm like, bro, like, this is not me. Like, do you like, you know me? Like, why are you saying it? as if it was me because that's not me and my boyfriend literally I remember at the time was sitting down because we're all talking in his driveway where he was literally sitting down on the concrete of the driveway and I was looking at my mom and I was crying and I was frustrated because he wasn't defending me he wasn't like he wasn't putting his brother in his place and being like you know like let's drop this like that's not something my girlfriend would do and you know that instead he just like let it carry on and he let me like cry (laughs) yeah and feel like a piece of shit in his family's eyes and and his mom did treat me like a piece of shit for a decent amount of the relationship um <sighs> to this day she regrets it <laughs> you're getting frustrated that just family it. i know <laughs> but it's true and that's that's another thing that i wish i knew back then was you don't have to put up with being in situations like that you know like if you feel like un like like they're making you feel unworthy of being there they make you feel like you're less than deserving walk out because honey you're worthy more than they will ever be you know what I mean like people like that don't don't need your time of day they don't because they won't respect it and they won't be grateful that you were there for them mm-hmm. and I think my other this is also regarding my ex because this is like literally the only like dating and love experiences I've ever had um was I remember one time we were talking and oh my god some of the stuff that would come out of his mouth like like for example this uh would make me question why I was even dating him and again this reminded me as I was a mom and I was basically teaching him how to be a man (laughs) he um everybody probably knows Ashley Graham you know I know she has a, a podcast too um 
what is it called I think it's like a pretty basic no that's Remy sorry (laughs) it's like something it's a pretty big deal that's what her podcast name is and she's fabulous and she's a feminist and she promotes all this good stuff like breastfeeding her son in public it's like she's amazing and I remember I was on Instagram and I like I was like blown away by one of the Vogue covers or one of the covers she had done I think it was like I don't was it Sports Illustrated something like that it was something cool and I was like oh my god she's so beautiful and my, my boyfriend was like, oh, what do you mean? Who's she? And I was like, oh, like I screenshotted the picture and I sent it to her or I sent it to him. And he was like, oh my God, no, she looks like a cow. And I was like, what oh, wow. did you just say? I was like, no way, honey. She, she thick and she's amazing. Like she works out because my boyfriend didn't work out because he didn't need problems at the time. But she worked out a lot harder than I did. And he did, you know, I was a dancer at the time. Um, and I was just like, how could you say that? Like, you don't understand, you know, like, body weight isn't just like mm-hmm. eating less it's literally genetics so the fact that he said something so ignorant made my blood boil and I was like well I was like so what if I was like 40 pounds heavier you know at that time I was 125 I'm currently 145 so <laughs> I was like so what if I was 20 pounds heavier I mean my wish came true I ended up being like what 20 pounds heavier Stop. and I was like so what if I was 20 pounds heavier he's like you'd still be okay he's like I would probably date you I was like okay so 40 more I said what if I was 80 pounds you know almost 200 pounds and then he was like mm. he's like I would be with you because I mean you started skinny so I would be with you because I love you and I'd probably hire you a trainer or try to take you to the gym to lose weight I was like wait are you being serious like you wouldn't like love me for me he goes, no, I just don't like fat people. I was like, what are you oh saying? God. I was like, how could you say that? And I was like, do you even understand what you're saying? He's just like, he's like, it's my preference. It's my type. Everybody has a type they wouldn't, wouldn't date. He's like, I would only date skinny girls. And I literally looked at him and I was like, is that the only reason why you're dating me? He goes, well, you're really pretty too. And I was like, oh my God, you just validated like being shallow, like going for looks. Though I will say... That is how you're attracted. You know, you're attracted. It's not necessarily love at first sight. It's attraction. I get that. Like, if there's no chemistry, you can't date, whatever. But again, that could also be built over time. And I will be here like, you just said you're only dating me because you're attracted to me. You know, I have a banging body and a banging face, apparently, according to him. And then you're only dating me because I was skinny at the time. I was like 125. What? The fact that his words validated that and those fears that people are like, only he's only with me because I'm skinny and he's only with me because I have a good body. Like, imagine being told that and you're already paranoid that that's the reason why he's with you. Like, oh my God, that, mm, that was a big red flag for me. Like, I could never. Wow. People who are intimidated of like strong, independent women who have been like a decent amount of guys that I met at college who were trying to get with me and then I told them everything I want to do and they backed away slowly because they were scared that it was too much for them I'm glad they backed out of my life and I kicked them out of my life you know like people people who can't accept you for who you are and all that you want to do and all that you're becoming like goodbye I don't need you like we don't need that type of energy in this life because look you only have one life and you got to choose to live it wisely and with people that are actually worthwhile people who aren't worthwhile goodbye you don't need them like and another thing too is like however long you've known them for in years that does not correlate to like how worthy they are like I had a I had a best friend right before I met Ariana I had like another really good friend that I had met when I was five and she cut me off the first year of high school she cut me off freshman year and we had been best friends for like a solid like five to eight years at that point 
And I've never spoken to her since. Wow. Because she cut me off. And I was like, you know what? Good, because she was toxic. Like, seeing the person who she became during and after high school, I'm glad I don't associate with her. Don't get me wrong. I wish her the best because, you know, I'm not one to put judgment. Like, I'm not God. I'm not the universe. Like, I do not judge. I do not wield that, uh, what is it called? What's the judge hold? Ladle? No. <laughs> it's cooking. The judge? Yeah, with that thing that they bang with. The um, the mallet, right? A gavel. A gavel. Okay, I don't have the <laughs> gavel to judge people, you know, and be like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, that's not me. Like, I'm just vibing, you know? Like, I wish positive vibes on everyone, especially you listening to this. Positive vibes your way. I hope you're having a great day, great night, whatever it is. But... Yeah, I mean, don't don't feel the need to validate someone and someone's actions just because you're trying to come up with an excuse to have them in your life. It's not worth it. And if you keep trying to find reasons why you're hanging out with them when they're draining your energy, just cut them out. Do yourself a favor and cut them out. Let them go. Absolutely. 100%. You don't need people that aren't going to support you. There's a lot of people, too, like that that will only be by you because they feel like they can take something from you once you gain all the fame and success and not saying I want to be famous because I don't and if I am I want it to be like a scientific breakthrough in like the medical community (laughs) but yeah I mean it's crazy that sometimes like for example that that story with my ex saying about that awful thing about fat people right like or what he considers to be fat um it just, oh my God, I remember that time I just stood there looking at my phone and not answering him for like a solid two minutes and being like, what did he just say? And that's that's only showing you that we were together at that point in that relationship. I think six, five, it was like from five to seven months we were in that relationship. And that's five to seven months of already getting to know each other and talking to each other. So can you only imagine what other things he might've said or might've done or like other people that you know that have done something similar that made you like stop in your tracks and be like, Oh my God, is this like really happening? Like what? I've like, like, I've seen so many relationships like that. And I'm just like, I get it. Like, I know people talk about it. It's hard to leave those situations, especially when you think that this is the person that you're in love with. Like this is your soulmate. But once you realize that that's not, that's not, it's not what it's supposed to be like. Like you're supposed to be loved. Like, it's hard it's and that's what I'm said in the beginning when you have to love yourself like those specific people they put up with that because they think that that's love and that they should have to go through those type of things but exactly just it's very difficult no seriously and it just I don't know it just goes to show you that you could you could be with someone right there there are relationships that they've been together for 10 years they get married and then six months a year two years after being married they divorce And it's sad to say, but I've seen that happen with a decent amount of people in my life and on YouTube and stuff that I know. And it's, it just goes to show you, you could be with someone for so long and still not know all the sides of them. Yeah. Very true. Oof. I can't. Do you have anything? Do you have any questions you'd probably want to ask or talk about Ariana? Mm, No, honestly, I don't think I do. I think that was a good talk. I think so too. I want to, I want to come up with a quote. I I love quotes. Like my Pinterest is filled with so many quotes. So, um, there's actually two that I'm like looking at right now that I really like. So the first one that I feel like suits this overall relationship themes, both in like high school, college, anytime in your life that you're listening to this. The first one I like is 
the quickest way to get someone's attention is to no longer want it. Yes. And the second Period. quote that I like, and the second quote that I like is, don't lose sleep over someone who can sleep soundly after breaking your heart. Which is very true. If they don't even care that they hurt you, and, and you know damn well that they're not crying over you, or like hesitating, or even reaching out to you after like a fight, a breakup, whatever it is. Ooh, ooh, it just says a lot about them and a lot about how you think of them versus what they think of you. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. You don't need. You that. don't. You really don't. So again, you can follow Ariana on Instagram at Ariana Zajic. You can also go onto my page from the at talking to the uh, walls podcast on Instagram, you can click me and then go on to who I'm following to find Ariana. It might be easier that way. She's pretty chill and her Instagram feed is super cute. Um, I think that's it. We have, that's everything we've talked about for this episode. If there's any suggestions you want me to talk about with Ariana or just me or whatever you want us to do, uh, please send in emails or DMS to the talking to the walls podcast at gmail.com. Or talking to the walls podcast at Instagram, you know, we'll answer either way, preferably email just because it's better and easier. And I'll personally reply to you. But yeah, thank you for today's episode. I hope wherever you were driving to or running to or just listening to in general, I hope it it served you well and you were able to take something from this. And I hope you feel like you're part of the friend group because you are and we love you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, Ariana. I'm going to go ahead and let you go. And again, thank you on behalf of all those people who are listening. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being a joy in my life, especially in the toughest moments and toughest times. I appreciate you so much. And I love you. And I love you too, listener. You're amazing.